Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. And hello, late tea time potters around the world. Very good to have you with us again. It is Wednesday, our usual slot, and we are here to talk about two tournaments today, the American Express and the Dubai Desert Classic. As always, joining me, looking beautiful as ever, it's the lovely Dave Tyndall. Hello. Uh, how are you, James? <laughs> I don't usually introduce you like that, no, do I? You've thrown me. <laughs> you okay? Yes, I'm good, thank you. Yes, looking forward to uh, two good events this week. Yeah, which one should we start with? I'll, I'll give you the choice. Let's go to Dubai. Boing, and there it appears. The Dubai Desert Classic, then, is the first one we'll be looking at. And uh, Rory McIlroy in the field for this one. And uh, he's rather hot favourite for this one, DT. Um, I've got him down here as uh, three to one to win the thing, which is pretty short, isn't it? It is, but with good reason, um, because he's got an amazing record in this event. He's won it three times. He's not been outside the top 10 since 2008, which is astonishing. That's 10 visits, top 10 every time. A runner-up in last week's Dubai event, which he should have won. I don't know if you saw any of that. No. He, he missed a, he three-putted from about two feet at one point. And then he, even after all that, he had the lead going to the last and, and uh, hit his uh, drive into the water. So he kind of messed up, but... What's relevant, I think, is how he took that. And I've been looking at his quotes this week. Um, he said, talking about this event, he said, I feel like this tournament has been a sort of staple in my life for at least half of it. I've been coming back to this tournament for 18 years, so over half my life. I feel like I've had a three months off season, basically. You're going to make some mistakes early on. I think. So he's referring back to last week's errors that cost him. 
I would have loved to have won last week, but even with all those mistakes I made, the fact I still had a one-shot lead going down the last, you know, it says to me that my game is in really good shape and I should be quite excited for this week. Mm. So Rory sounding confident. That's, that's one thing he's different last year. You know, last year he was involved in all the live stuff and kind of being on the board and kind of yeah. carrying this fight and getting all sorts of sort of political stuff. And it was just, he could go on forever that it wasn't affecting his game, but it must have weighed on him. He's kind of, he, he stepped aside from all that. So I think he must now feel a bit more focused on his golf. Did you watch the overlap with him on it? Because um, they talked to him about that and the, the fact that he was the poster boy for the, yeah. the Remainers um, yeah. in Brexit language and that he he's attended meetings. He, he went out to uh, to see the live guys. He was he seemed to me to be the one that actually kind of gave the olive branch um, in terms of kind of joining back up again and, and getting it back to some kind of like world you know linkage. And uh, I he, he did get the impression that he was he didn't begrudge people taking the money. He said he did initially, but then he thought, well, if I was kind of forty two and had a family, then I would probably kind of, I can understand why somebody who has maybe been a bit further down the ranks might want to get some get some coin in and, and cash in on that. But he, he didn't seem particularly bitter by it, but he seems more relaxed now. Yeah, so, I mean, you've, you've given quite a lengthy explanation of, of what happened, which sort of shows uh, the kind of depth he was having to go into. He's had lots of thoughts spinning around his head. And we still play some great golf last year, but it, it can't mm. have helped. So I just think, a freed-up Rory on his home course, not his home course, but what feels like a home course to him. The what the, the scene of his very first DP World Tour win, the, the one he keeps winning, he's got to be a massive bet this week. The problem is, of course, as you alluded to, he's three to one. Yeah. But I've got a cunning plan. Oh, cunning yeah. ball. So um, you could just back him at three to one. But here's the thing, right? If you go to bet 365, they're offering... Rory McIlroy to win this event by going wire to wire, i.e. leading after every round. Ah. And that three to one jumps to 16 to one. Ooh. Okay. But obviously, yeah, it, it's a tough thing to do, but but how tough is it to do? And, and has Rory done it before? Well, he, when he won this event for the first time, he did it. He led after each day, 1836, 54, 72. He's won two majors in that style, led from the front, gone wire to wire, the, the US Open 2011, the, the Open Championship 2014. So it, it can be done. And he's, he's gone close to it um, again more recently, d- doing that pillar to post triumph. DT, oh, yes. he's, he's 10 to 1 to be first round leader. You're getting well, six I, more points for him to hang on, basically, aren't you? Yeah, but ha- yeah, but hanging on is kind of sounds like he's desperately. And I think if he if he gets the first round lead, then I think he'll just kick away. Because w- one thing to get the first round lead, it, it, you need to be looking at the weather forecast. So I've had a look. It, Rory goes out at oh eight ten local time, and it seems the best conditions, i.e., the least wind, is in the morning. Right. So he's got the stage to post that low one that could fuel him going on to win wire to wire. I mean, it, as you say, it could just be, that's another option. You could just back him for first round lead. But I just think if he if he does get there, the first round lead, then he goes on to win it. So that that's one thing, 16 to one. There's a slight twist on it in as well, where you can back him to lead after the second round and go on to win. Right. And that, that comes down to seven to one. So if Rory's ahead at 36 and then he goes on to win, you're getting seven to one. Now I've been 
delving through his stats, and he's actually done that 11 times in his 33 wins across various tours. So that's a pretty healthy strike rate. So when Rory wins, he's a front runner, isn't he? That's what he's good at. So he sort of sets out his stall. He dominates when he does the field. He has a bad first round and ends up chasing the field for the rest of the win, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, and sometimes he gets there, but more than often it comes back to haunt him. But if he gets that fast start, then yeah, so many of his majors were won. Well, all of his majors were won by getting out of the blocks quick. And if he does that here, he, he'll be thinking, well, this is my playground, isn't it? Mm. Here we go again. The field will be going, oh, no, Rory's off on one again. So I think two ways there, wire to wire at 16s and also a slight compromise, Rory to lead after the second round and go on to win at sevens are two other ways to back him um, at a more kind of palatable price than the, the three to one. I mean, we'll put people off a three to one. It is very skinny oh, in yeah. golfing terms, yeah. but if, it, if it's a winning three to one, it's a, it's a profit, isn't it? But uh, Yeah. And if you want to, you know, if you've got a staking plan and you want to put, all right, I'll put half of it on the three to one, then, but I'll just put a little bit each on those other two. Yeah. It's just a way of maybe getting more bang for your buck kind of thing. This is Late Tea Time. The last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tindall. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is he your, your only pick in Dubai, or have you got anybody else who's sleeve? I've got another player, actually. Um, another well-known player. Um, checks notes. Uh, Adrian Moronk. Well, you're very noisy with those notes, you know. know. For the people listening later, that horrible noise is DT rattling his papers. It's it's done with an air of um, deliberateness because I want to, you know, get across the fact that I have got notes. I'm not winging like it. The, like the newsreaders in the olden yeah. days where they used to kind of bang their papers on the desk after yeah. finishing there. Yeah. And that's well, good evening. Yeah, these notes were real. Bash, 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 bash. <laughs> so, yeah, so Adrian Moronk um, is the other player I like. Earlier in this week was it tuesday might have been today wednesday um he was awarded the prestigious 200 2023 seve ballesteros award after being named player of the year oh wow okay and actually seve's son uh, javier was there to present him with it so a lovely little moment nice. you know, yeah the esteem seve has held in for um well, well, anything all, with all anything golfers. with seve's name on it in golf yeah. is going to be treasured isn't it yeah so Moronk has, has won that so that's given given him a real boost coming into this event he, he said um I enjoy this week I love playing here in Dubai it's probably one of my favorite tournaments of the year so I'm excited to be here he said it was such an honor to get that award for all the things he did last year when he, he won three times and uh, finished fourth on the race to Dubai and also worth remembering he, he didn't play on the Ryder Cup team no he just missed out he yeah. was the, he was the one spoken about all the time wasn't yeah, he he was almost like the 13th man but you know if you want some fuel to sort of well I'll get you you know that's not going to happen again I'm going to get on this team if it kills me this time just gives him that extra layer of motivation I think uh, so you know he loves playing here he's got that motivation Looking at the sort of current form, course form double, you always like to, to build into your assessment. So current form, he was 10th last week in the other Dubai events. That was a nice start to his year. 
just before Christmas. He was eighth in the Australian Open. So he's got recent good form. And then as for the course form at the Emirates Golf Club, he was fourth on his debut in 2022. So he's already proven. It's not just like, I like the course. He's proven that he can score well on it. He's also a fan of just playing in this area. He's got six top tens in his last nine starts in the UAE, United Arab Emirates. So all things, all the planets look aligned, I think, for Adrian Moronk. And you can get about 20s, I think. You can get Adrian Moronk at a bigger price than that, DT. Um, he is uh, on the uh, list here. You can get 35 to 1, six places with Skybet, if that's still still active. Are you sure? I think you're in the wrong market. You're looking at the first round leader there, I think. Oh, I might be, actually. I, I did. I moved it across. I moved it across. I'm lying to you, late tea time podders. Bear with me. Adrian, we're wrong. Maybe That's back what in you're... that market as well. Maybe it's a, a Freudian slip that will come yeah. sort of to pass. Yeah, 22 to 1. Six places with Skybet is the uh, is the yeah. winner market. Yeah. I've, I've mentioned first round there, 35 to yeah, 1. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, the best, the best things happen by mistake sometimes. So, you know, have a look in that market as well. That's my life, DT. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, the two kind of top dogs to, to be on this week. I mean, it, it is, you know, a, an event that often goes to a classy winner. So Rory and Adrian Moronk, to have them on your side, I think is a, a good idea. So they are flying the flag for the Late Tea Time podcast. Not that they know it, probably. Um, in uh, Dubai, Rory, 3-1 to one to win, bet 365. Wire to wire, he's 16-1. Uh, Second round leader onwards to win, he's 7-1. to one. And Adrian Moronk. He's 35 to 1 um, to be the first round leader, 22 to 1 to be the uh, the winner of the blimmin' thing. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right. We move from Dubai, and I take you away. Have you got your card ready? The American Express card in your pocket? Because uh, we've, we've got that one next, and I'll give you the uh, the top end of the uh, the market here and that uh, Scotty Scheffler he is the favorite to win the American Express he is uh, best price of 11 to 2 then second in the market Patrick Cantlay's 10s Xander Scheffler is uh, 12 to 1 Sanjay Im 22s and then 25 to 1 for Yu Young Yu Young Kim or Tom Kim isn't it for uh, in in there at 25s as is Justin Thomas DT yeah, if I was playing one of the, the top end, I'd play Tom Kim, I think 25s. He, he He's won twice in the Las Vegas in the Nevada desert, and we're here in the California desert. He played well here last year with six, so he'd be my pick from the top. But the, the more interesting one, I think it's about time we had a we had a kind of outsider, isn't it, this week, hmm. rather than just focusing on your gargantuan prices. So the man in question, right, is a guy called Tom Whitney, I think before this week, I think I would have known more about Mike Whitney, the Australian left arm policeman. With my background, that was the first name that came into my head, to be honest. No relation. Mike Whitney was on Neighbours once, wasn't he? That was a a strange... I didn't know that. Yeah, he was, yeah. I think Mike, you know, who's the the famous actor, Mike Mike off Neighbours? Guy Pearce. Yes. 
There's a clip where he goes, oh, look, it's Mike Whitney. And Mike Whitney appears with his big bubble perm. <laughs> I'm sure just I didn't like, hear it. I could have dreamt it, to be honest. But That was just like having Guy Pearce on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, if you're watching so, Guy, yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah, I'm sure he is. So, yeah, so Tom Whitney, not Mike Whitney, Tom Whitney um, is the one because, as I say, before this week, didn't really know who he was, probably seen the name around. Um, but we're playing, James, the local angle. He's the local guy. Blimey, DT. He's a huge yeah. price. Yeah, I know. Well, bear with me on the price because it's a certain market. You get 1000 so one on him to win this tournament. <laughs> Well, you've mentioned it, so you can't say we haven't mentioned it, but it'll be a different market that I play him in. So Tom Whitney, as I say, he's the local guy. This tournament is a place called La, I think you say La Quinta, La Quinta, La Quinta. So he went to La Quinta High School, uh, which is six miles down the road. If if, if you're new to the Lake Teton podcast, this is a regular theme, um, viewers, because we find people that have gone to college or school close to the course who know it inside out and often do very well. Yeah. That's the thing, yeah. As you say, he knows his course um, extremely well. There's a there's a, a sad angle to this as well because he he grew up uh, playing golf with his brother, and they both went to La Quinta. His brother, uh, Bob, who who committed suicide, he suffered from depression. A really sad story. But Tom carries around a little marker with him uh, that used to belong to Bob. So you know when he marks his golf ball, so he kind of says every time he marks that, you know, he's got Bob with him, kind of thing. So it's a lovely little yeah. way of remembering his brother so those two guys they, they went to the local school and then interviewing Tommy said this week I I get to make my debut here in my hometown event in front of my hometown crowd I'm pretty comfortable at this place got to play here in 2018 on a sponsor invite now I've earned my way here and get to play as a member and the courses look in great shape so far so so he was asked about kind of his playing time here. And he said he, he pl- he's played these courses, the three courses uh, this week, the Pete Dye Stadium course, the Jack Nicholas Tournament course and La Quinta Country Club. So he's played them all. And he said he played them a lot in local tournaments or he got mates who were caddies to kind of get him on mm. and play all day there. So he really, really does uh, know them well. And just that little bit, I mean, so far we've got, okay, he went to school nearby, he's played the, the courses which is one thing. But the, the little line that he said, I played here in 2018 on a sponsor invite. So I went back to what What did he do? Did he miss the cut by 20? Was it, was it an embarrassment? No, he made the cut. So that was 2018, which is now six years ago. He's a far, far better player now. I mean, he's, he's now a proper PGA Tour member. He's qualified uh, for the, you know, the highest level he can get, came yeah. through the Corn Ferry. So he's a much better player these days. So... So the reasoning is, if he can make the cut, I think he, he finished like 60th odd back then when he wasn't the. He, he's been away to the military, so so he, you know he has to, he's put things on hold. But if he can do that back then, now that he's a proper bona fide PGA Tour member, what can he do? Because I think obviously we didn't know him before. Most people listening to this or watching this won't have really know who he is. So I think we're getting a we're getting a, a kind of an edge on a guy that we didn't know about. And I don't think that's built into his price mm. because the, the mark, because you can go as crazy as you want, but I think that the reasonable thing to do here maybe is to look at the top 40 market and he's seven to one to, to make the top 40. It's not asking well, for the earth, is it? I, I preempted you. I went for top 20. He's 25 to one to be top 20, seven to one to be top 40. 
So, uh, I mean, you basically make your choice on on that. But, I mean, he's down there with the likes of other people I've never heard of, Bronson Bagoon, Hale Jr. Blaine. You know, they they won't have had the same knowledge that uh, Mike, yeah, yeah. He's been, Mike Whitney, he, Tom Whitney will have. <laughs> I think he's, yeah, he's being judged on the fact that he's kind of a newbie playing his first event as a member. Yeah. But obviously now we know that he's got this edge. I mean, it doesn't all it's not as simple, it doesn't always work out as cutely as this, but you know, I'd rather have this on my knowledge on my side and, and just play as I say, top 40 is kind of the official bet because I think that's I think he's got it all on to to try and challenge for the title. But he he can run into a top 40 finish because he ne- he nearly did that. There wasn't you know a handful of shots from doing that last time he played it. I'll put on the screen there, please always gamble responsibly. If you see that 1,000 to 1, I think, oh, Dave Tindall's mentioned him. Don't lump on. It's a, That's a nibble if you if you take that one. But um, be a little bit more cautious. As I say, top 20, 25 to 1, top 47 to 1. Um, he has a little bit of a sniff. If he can make the cut again, who knows? But uh, Tom Whitney, the pick then in the American Express. Anything else from America? No, so say he's the sort of the little kind of new angle that we found. Uh, so back him in those uh, sort of, outside markets and it'd be tom kim so two toms in america our money is on the toms we went for kim's last time we'll go for toms this time (laughs) and uh, i don't know if you saw last week chan kim he had a disaster in the first round but then he shot i think 64 in the second round he was seven under i think in his in his final round as well wasn't he something ridiculous yeah so he he, he said well he missed a cut but oh sorry yeah yeah yeah. on day two he had one i think possibly the best score of the day so it was a bit ah a bit frustrating Yeah, yeah. If you just, uh, we nearly got a hole in one. One of our other uh, viewers um, tweeted us, didn't he, to say, Oh, you nearly got an ace on the such and such. But uh, it wasn't quite to be, but it was a good pick. Sometimes the good picks don't work, sometimes they do. That's betting, isn't it? That's why we always say gamble responsibly. Anyway, DT, we are looking at Rory, three to one to win it in the Dubai Desert Classic. Um, Wyatt to Wyatt, 16 to one, second round leader, and then to win it. He's uh, seven to one. Adrian Moronk, the other pick for Dave, he's uh, 22 to one. Six places with Skybet, if you fancy him to win the uh, Dubai Desert Classic. And the uh, American Express, Tom Whitney, is carrying our cash. He's a thousand to one to win it. Gamble responsibly, everybody. Um, top 20, he's 25 to one. And top 40, he is seven to one. Probably give him a, quite a few places and hope he squeezes in and gets us a winner on the Late Tea Tom podcast. As always, DT, thank you very much for your time this week and your expertise. Expertise. Always Thank good you. to see you. Just to quickly say, though, those Rory wire to wire in the second round there with Bet365. Good luck out there, everybody. This has been a sports broadcast media production. We usually see you on a Wednesday. We'll try and make it a Wednesday as often as we can um, to get the latest gossip and news and uh, rumours from the various courses around the world. Uh, but this has been the Late Tea Time Podcast, and we'll see you again next week. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family 
No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.